1: Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome to the pregame, postgame podcast. A little bit of a baseball voice there as we speak to you, Jim Zoki, Mike Pacheco, talking pregame, postgame, Panthers looking back, looking forward. We are at the Charlotte Knights Stadium, yes, where we have just gotten done calling the Knights broadcast on Sunday night, a win, by the way, over Gwinnett, and there is wrestling going on out there. Isn't in it the wrestling? Left field. Wrestling is going yeah. on. And they got the music going back there, so we just uh, stayed in the booth. Figured it would be a good time with a short travel week. Got to yes. go to Pittsburgh Wednesday, right. playing the Steelers on Thursday. Final roster cuts are there. But, Mike, uh, talking Panthers to start, as we always do, 3-0 and in the preseason. Beat the New England Patriots, as we mentioned in last week's podcast, your childhood team. So I know you shed a small tear, but mostly, mostly excited uh, that the Panthers, your adult team and your paying job uh, did well, and uh, the team continues to look good in the
2: preseason. Well, there were a lot of good things that came out of that game, and I thought you saw the, the intermediate short passing game from Cam Newton. He was able to scramble, and instead of maybe in past years looking down the field, he was looking for the open guy, which is really by design in the North Turner offense. I think right. that was exciting. What we saw from um, Christian McCaffrey, again, exciting. And we've seen a lot more of him running between the tackles. Last year that really wasn't necessarily – what he was asked to do. Uh, and this, now that he's doing it, he's put on some weight, and he's been able to do that. Defensively, Shaq Thompson, I thought, had maybe one of the better games we've seen from him. Um, again, preseason, get it. Uh, and then, and I said this on the post-game show uh, with Marty Herney, we've come to expect so many great plays, and the the level of play from Luke Kuechly is always set so high, and yet he still has games where you sit there and you see, you say, man, like this guy just... It, He's, he's amazing me now, even though I, I shouldn't be amazed because he does all the time, but he had some, some really great plays in that uh, preseason and game. Not only stuff. how
1: he plays, but just the... Uh, Are you a current 1,400 club? And not only just the, the way he plays, but the chess match, the way he gets everybody else lined up, the way he's counteracting what Brady was doing at the line yeah. of scrimmage, getting the Panthers set up defensively out there, in addition to how well he plays a game of football. I mean, he is the quarterback of the defense, and it's just—it's fun watching him align everybody and alerting everybody to what's coming from the other team. Nobody does more film study. Nobody outworks right. him in terms of just the cerebral during the week getting ready. And that was for a preseason game.
2: Yeah, and it was fun, uh, you know, after the game the exchange with uh, with Tom Brady. And the interesting thing about Tom Brady, I will say this. Um, you see him on TV and a lot of times when you see people in real life, you say man You're not as tall as I thought you would be and I remember uh, five six years ago Jim's Z- uh, You're Jim Zoki, but yes. I was with Bob Soce, uh The radio voice of the Patriots uh, I think it was Bob's first year and uh, they were staying up at university and so I went to meet Bob for lunch and I had a Friend of mine who was who came in from Boston and so he was just excited to have lunch with Bob Sosi. Um, and we get on the elevator at the University Hilton, and for some reason, oh, I know, we were going down because we were going over to the shops at University Place. And so we go downstairs, and that's, I guess, where the meeting rooms are. So the elevator opens up, and here comes Tom Brady walking in. And I swear to I'm not kidding, Jim. It was one of the things where I just kind of, like, looked up. And I was, like, looking, as I was looking up, I kept going up until, like, my neck was all the way back. It's 6'4", I Yeah, think, it's, right? like, 6'4", 6'5". Yeah. But he just... You know, and he's really like, hey, guys, how's it going? And it was like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> 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 Trying to be cool, you know? Like, hey, yo, yeah, what's up, dog? You know, yeah, yeah,
1: just best quarterback ever played a game, that guy. So the Panthers, like all the teams, will have to cut their rosters after yes. this Pittsburgh game from 90 to 53. And that's, in one hand, it's tough. But on the other hand, it's a good problem to have because there's going to be some good football players that are released. One of the interesting ones will be to see if they're going to keep Demir Bird. Because yes. I think – Curtis Samuels a lot. He's been very good the last two weeks. That would mean keeping six receivers. And, yes, he multitasks on special teams. But a lot of times, you don't see teams keep six wide receivers. He'd be too good to let go of, though, just to pick one there. So it will be interesting to see what they do.
2: Well, Demir Bird has has done such a nice job. You know, he he did well last year until he got hurt. And then here in the preseason, he's been able to make plays. You know, I I think you hit the nail on the head, though. What, What really helps him is the opportunity to play on special teams. So if he can be one of those special team anchors, you know, you can maybe slide a spot there, but, you know, how deep are they going to go at, at linebacker? You know, how deep are they going to go on the defensive end position? Well, they keep three
1: quarterbacks. Well, they keep three quarterbacks.
2: Two. I mean, I tell you what, what's the, the position I'm going to be watching for on Thursday night is going to be between Heineke and Gilbert. Like, who's going to be that number two quarterback? Because both of them have done nice things at different times, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a real tough decision. Now, I think uh, you may be able to correct me on this. I think Gilbert would still be eligible to go on the practice squad. Do you? I'm not 100% on that. I know he th- is
1: older, but in terms of NFL service, Right, because yeah, you, you possible, can only so. –
2: it's like two years, right, on the – but, right. yeah, and there's, I think, like 27-year-olds or something. I mean, there are some – it is, uh,
1: and I don't want to answer that because I'm not entirely sure whether he's practice squad eligible or not, but it is more lenient than it used yeah. to be a couple of years ago. Yeah. But it's tough because even then, I mean, could you even keep him on the practice squad without somebody else possibly, possibly taking, taking him off him that away. practice squad? Right. And then I think, you know, you've got to look at all the injuries on offensive line. If you're not sold or 100% sure on certain guys or somebody's dinged up a little bit, right. you may have, a guy's kind of hobbled, but he's active. Right? Right. You may have to keep extra linemen. We'll see moving forward on Jeremy Searles now with that hamstring injury,
2: how long that may linger for Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. And i tell you what's interesting. We talked about this last week from the park bench. Um, you are making our way around Knight Stadium the yeah. last couple podcasts. But when you look at the the protection that the offensive line gave Cam Newton and the, the number one offense, no sacks given up. They, no, they didn't rush for 100 yards. They rushed for 99 yards. It, you know, it seems like the, they're able to do a lot with less, I think, at times. And John Matsko does a nice job. Trevor Warden's now helping him out. I, I think that's, that the coaching, I think, is going to be more key this year than maybe people are giving it credit for. I think that's going to be, I don't want to say below the radar, because obviously that position, you know, any anytime you get an injury on the offensive line, is huge. Right. We've talked about that seemingly forever, but they're still able to move the ball in and, and protect uh, cam at times that's gonna be a big issue that's another thing that we'll be looking for on Thursday night
1: absolutely so and uh, you know defensive line I think there's an interesting battle brewing and again we're talking about you probably keep five defensive ends, but you can't keep I don't think both Brian Cox jr. Right. and Deshaun Hall a right. uh, former draft pick and you know, I think Brian Cox has played really well. I think it's going to be difficult because the first four are set, and so it's just a matter of looking beyond that initial four. Who's your fifth one? I mean, again, you can keep 53, but you can't keep it every position six
2: deep at every position. There's no way. Well, the last thing that we're going to be looking for on Thursday night, it's nothing that we have any control over, and that is you just want to come out of that last game injury-free. Now, we're probably not going to see any of the starters no. on either side. Especially
1: based on this preseason. Right,
2: <laughs> and I, you know, I think, remember coming into the game, on friday against the patriots you know there was talk about maybe that first team coming back out to start the second half and i think because of how well they played out the one negative was and it seems like sometimes this happens early in the year with the panthers is they uh, they get field goal heavy and not touchdown heavy early on right. And and i think so i think that was the only negative coming out of thursday or friday night but uh i think make sure everybody comes out healthy that's going to be the number one key absolutely so
1: and again, as you said, there's no way they're putting starters out there. It's evaluating 90 down to 53, the back half of the roster. Even Cam Newton take that spill. Uh, you yeah. know, sometimes guys just can't help themselves. They get fired yeah. up. They're out there playing football, and they lose themselves for a play, or somebody just you know honestly falls on somebody's knee or ankle and it's inadvertent, they're backed into them by a block or something like that, it's just not worth the risk. Even if you're doing simple stuff, they're ready to roll for the regular season with what they got. I like what they got too, Mike. I think this is gonna be a really good team this year. Atlanta, New Orleans, I think have improved themselves, I think we've improved ourselves. And these are three double-digit win teams that all made the playoffs last year. It's gonna be a heck of a dogfight in the NFC South this year.
2: My, I guess, bold prediction, I think the Panthers are gonna be top five, top 10 scoring offense. Not just yards, but I, I think they're going to put up a lot of points, points. on the board. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of those things where the defense. You know, I still want to see what the secondary is going to shake out. I want to see if, you um, know, if the, the secondary is going to be able to mature. We know the defensive line is going to be solid. Will it be as good as it has been in years past? That's to be seen. We know the linebacking core is going to be fantastic. Uh, Thomas Davis missing the first four games. I think that'll be. know it's gonna be an issue but i don't think it's gonna be as big an issue as maybe we would have thought early on so i think it's gonna be one of those things where the offense is gonna score a lot of points the defense i think early on might kind of bend a little bit more than we would like but i think by the time they get middle of the year i think they're gonna have that fine-tuned i'm not predicting 15 wins or Anything crazy like that, but I do think they have a chance to win the division, and I think they'll have, they, they have a chance. If they don't win the division, that they'll be right in the mix for the wild card. Yeah, like everybody, health will be a big
1: a health, factor. Um, yeah, I mean, you yeah. can't
2: you can't predict health, and you hope everybody. I mean, if you give Cam Newton sixteen healthy games, I like their chances. Yeah, he's going to be terrific in this offense.
1: Well, that's going to do it for this week's show. Next week, when we talk to you, we'll be talking regular season, getting ready yeah. for the home opener versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so I do have a random question for you. Okay, it's you a, we do to have to a random question of the week. I almost forgot. Yes. Let's do that before we go away.
2: Okay, let me go into the mix here and pull it out. And here we go. What would be your wrestling nickname, since we have wrestling going on here at uh, BBT Ballpark right now? Wrestling
1: nickname. It's great. You, you want me to give mine
2: while you're thinking of yours?
1: Okay, you can do it. You first. Yeah,
2: because uh, one of the nicknames I had in college, uh, we would give guys names uh, after we were out partying all night, and so one of my nicknames is Cheeks, and a lot of people call me Chico for Pacheco. So uh, my wrestling nickname, I think, I would be El Chico. <laughs> to go one, like one dun, way. dun, dun, El Chico. El Chico. I
1: was gonna say, mine being Zoki always Zoke, or Mick has gone the Zoke, or whatever, the Zoke. but t- when you brought up the high school college, a lot of people would call me Smoke, because that was what it looked like versus uh, yeah, Zoke, yeah, yeah, so yeah. something Smoke related, well, I would come in with the dry ice yeah. and the yeah, smoke yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that, I, you know, I hate to steal it from NASCAR, though, of yes, course, but right. uh, still, uh, I like it. He retired too, as am I. I like it. I like it. Next, well, next week we'll have dry ice as we complete the pregame, postgame podcast. Yes, yeah, this is our outgoing music here. <laughs> Panthers, Steelers <laughs> coming up uh, Thursday on WBT. I'll have the pregame show, and then I'll have the call of the game with Eugene and Sharon on sidelines, and Mike with Brett on the postgame show. Thus, the pregame, postgame podcast for another week. But
2: again, next week we'll be getting ready to talk. Final roster, Dallas Cowboys. What we'll a ton to talk about? have we'll a lot week. to talk about. We got obviously the the cuts, what the roster is going to look like, and then we'll take a look into the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So again, thanks for joining us every week. As long as we remember, that's will right. be here for the podcast. <laughs> if you'll remember, we appreciate you listening. We'll talk with you again next week.